This is CliffCentral.com. The Unview, the Thin, the Rich, and the Fabulous on CliffCentral.com. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you, Joburg. Mm. Mm. And you, Alan. How you doing? Fine and you. So good. Life is magical here in the in the wonderful world of radio, in the wonderful world of the, uh, the, the magic of, of radio and the magic of kind of making things happen, the magic of entertainment. Of We've got such a cool show lined up. Always. We've, we're talking about MCQP. Totally. We're going to chat about, uh, which is very exciting, because uh, have, you, have you been to an MCQP? I've never, but I see, Matty, I, I see the theme and I've so got to be there. You've got to be there. It's got to be one of the, the most wonderful uh, gay and lesbian events that are so Cross pollinates across all audiences: old, young, mm. black, white, gay, straight. Um, it's really it's fun. A jewel, it's such a jewel. Yeah. It's really good. It's one of the best festivals, uh, in, I would say, in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, it really is. Uh, in terms of uh, of the LGBTQIAASAPP, whatever. There's so, do, you know, the, do you know how long it is? Exactly. Now? LOL. Yeah, I'm quite, just, I just want to get there. <laughs> what do we laugh out loud or yeah. laugh or who yeah. knows? Um, and then we're talk, talking about the launch. A lot of things happening in Cape Town. Eh? Cape mm-hmm. Town's the magical the place. place at the moment. Uh, the launch of the summer calling at Shimmy um, happens with Goldfish and uh, DJ Black Coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be rocking and rolling um, at the Shimmy Beach Club in Cape Town. We'll talk about that. And also the Eat Out Awards, which mm-hmm. were huge. Huge, all the massive. top chefs. It was massive. It was, I wasn't there for it, but yeah. I've got to tell you, they put on a spread and talked to the editor of the Eat Out magazine, Abigail Donnelly, also the head judge. Um, and then we've got some magical people coming onto the show. Our special guest in the studio is the one and only Anne Power. Woohoo! Yes. Yeah. We're talking about the power of Anne and marriage to Bill Flynn and all the different things that you can do. We'll talk about radio dancing. Radio dancing. We'll, we'll, we'll make a radio. This. We're going to make a radio dance. Yeah. And then we'll talk to some of her friends. Uh, Terence Bridget's on the sh- on the set uh, at SABC at the moment. Well, high Rollers. going to try calling yeah. the High Rollers set. And Keith Smith. That's happening. And uh, yeah, a really cool packed show. And of course, this is Cliff Central. You can tweet us. You can... Get, it, get involved with us. You can phone us. It's, it's very easy to do. I don't know where those details are, but we'll do them in a moment. So I've got to tell you, yesterday mm. I had the pleasure to interview John Carney. And, uh, uh, well, Ruda interviewed him. Uh, and I sat there for this, this interview that, that was meant to be around 25 minutes. Mm. Uh, we've got to cut it to, to 10, yeah. maybe 12 maximum. That's TV. How do you do that with, with lot, such a lots, prolific? Lots of, lots of difficulty, yeah. this one in particular, because it went on for an hour and 20 minutes. Wow. And it was exceptional. It has got to be one of the most exceptional interviews I have had the pleasure of listening to or being a part of. And you've, you've chatted to a lot of people, right? Tens and thousands. Yeah, yeah. Tens and thousands of people. Um, but he was absolutely brilliant. And, and I can't wait to get him on. I've asked him. He's going to come next year. But I, this man is extraordinary. When he tells the time that he, when he kissed Sandra Prince on stage and felt her breast for the first time and the, the people walked out and the, the police came and they, they locked him up and he was put into detention. I mean, it's a crazy, Insane. crazy stuff. All in the, the art of, of making magical theater. Now, uh, him and Sandra Prince are doing this Driving Miss Daisy. In Afrikaans, in Afrikaans right? Yeah. Oh. Uh, he did the whole interview for an hour and 20 minutes in Afrikaans. Near that. I was so, so impressed. But I was impressed by the magnitude of this man. I mean, he just talks about Ethel Fugard and goes into how... Just, he said something quite profound. He said, I couldn't understand why the enemy became my friend. Mm. And he said a lot of people couldn't make that distinction because they liked a lot of white people. Of course. But they were the enemy. As a lot of white people like black people, but they were the enemy. Yeah. So how did 
it's going to be one of those interviews not to miss yeah. next year. We're going to do that. John Carney, that'll be happening next year. The magic of that man, I tell you. I use that word a lot, magic, because I do believe in magic, mm. and I think it, it, it's, it's all about that. Now, on the line, uh, opening today's wonderful Unview. Maddie, it's good to have you in studio. As always, we're going to talk later about what you've seen. Totally. What's been happening. The sun will come out. La, Tomorrow. La, 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 la. Oh, yeah, Ta-da-da. correct. Well, it's today. today. So, uh, on the line, we're going to talk to uh, Ian McMahon, who is the... Uh, uh, well, not only the, the director of the MCQP, uh, it's probably one of the biggest events, as I said, uh, in Cape Town. It is the biggest festival uh, where people come together from all walks of life to make magic happen. The Mother City Queer Project, welcome to the show, Ian. Yeah, morning. Thanks very much. Thanks for having us. It's such a pleasure. Ian, tell me first and foremost, the, what is MCQP that people, that people, if people don't know what this is about? Well, it's, it's, it's the biggest costume party in the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, mm-hmm. It started in our 23rd year. It started in 1994, and it did start as a predominantly gay kind of art, music kind of festival, but it's morphed now. So uh, uh, we've dropped the name of the City Queer Project, and we're just doing the MCQP, and with people, you know, and, and it's costume. It's a costume over-the-top party. And I, I would say now we're probably half, half gay straight that comes along because of the times we're in, everyone just wants to get involved and all our straight brothers and sisters just come and say, hey, we also want to dress up and come and have a big fat talk. And that's what it's about. So I've got to tell you, uh, one of the ones that I loved the most was when they had Made in China. And it was brilliant well, because people came yeah. dressed up like sushi boxes. <laughs> and pieces of sushi, and there was chopsticks. Only, yeah, I, I, I did. I, I wore proper, like full on uh, gold kimono and the whole vibe. And I had a huge, geisha. But I, but I had a, 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 I had a huge fan, and I walked around saying to everyone, "Would you like a blowjob with this huge?" <laughs> it is, which it is. You know, if you hot because totally. it was quite a hot evening. Um, yeah. But in. That is just one of the themes, and again, it's theme oriented. Uh, this year came with a little bit of controversy uh, in terms of the fact that you Absolutely. changed your your theme. Um, the original theme was around Bollywood. Um, That's correct. What happened there? Because it's now moved to the musical. Well, well I, as I said, I don't think we'd be able to do Made in China again. The times change, you know what I mean? So we launched our theme, which was a Bollywood production, and we were hoping to celebrate all the history of Bollywood and all that sort of stuff. And uh, there was a, a, a whole pile of sort of the young UCP people kind of that went on and said it was a cultural appropriation. So we sent out a press release to say, look, it's a costume party. You know, it's like dressing up at Halloween. You, you, you are dressing up as someone else. That's what a costume party is, mm. whether it's priests and prostitutes or whatever kind of theme, you are dressing up in a costume. But they didn't want to know. They wouldn't have any of it. And so this all started. So by the third day, we realized, okay, either we're going to fight this or we must let this go and we change the theme, you know? You know, uh, Ian, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, Ian, in, in many respects. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And yeah. I'll tell you why it's ridiculous. It's because, you know, everybody is so hypersensitive. I really wish people get over themselves. Mm. They've got to get over themselves because it's, it's crazy. So we can't do a theme on Made in China. We can't do a, a theme on uh, Arabian Nights. You, I mean, you can do so many wonderful things. Uh, what, you can't do Fourth of July. I mean, that's crazy. Mm. Uh, the whole thing is stupid. But nevertheless, you've gone for a phenomenal theme, which I know that this particular program, uh, 
uh, on radio across the country is is the program looks at entertainment and theatre in particular, and your theme is the musical, and it could be the musical. You see, the the thing that I would go dressed, I'm not going to go dressed up as this, but I would dress up like a cello because that's funny, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, or 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 a or, or, a, a, or, a, or a proper flute, right. you know, blow my flute, that type of thing. <laughs> you see that, but I, I just haven't had the time to make the question. But I mean, so I'm going for. A, you're going to get so many Aladdins, God help us, and I'm L, so you're going to, <laughs> so you're going to get so many of that. But tell us why the musical and what you're hoping to see. Well, obviously we wanted to just make it a bit broad and make it easy for people to just think of their favorite costume. So I'm sure we're going to have a whole pile of uh, phantoms and we're going to have uh, a whole range of fun track children. And, and we're just going to let everyone sort of find their inner like self and come and come and do what they want to do. So we're going to have uh, the, the, the scarecrow and the lion. We're going to have every character that you could ever think of. We could also have a few witches from Wicked and we could have a few of everything. But, you know, Ian, a lot of people use, they, they, they've worked with puns. So yeah. they, they, they will, mm-hmm. but seriously, they'll come as the instrument or they'll of come course. Or play my instrument. You know, that's a type of, and that's what you want. Yeah. You want, you don't, you don't want the regular Dorothy. Why not? Because you, you don't, because that's not interesting. It really is or boring. Tr- maybe tranny. Yeah, no, yeah, not even that. No, okay. Your son will come out. Yeah. The, the, yeah, you see, Matthew, if you yep. see it, the, the, <laughs> the clever pun that people come up with, with the, the, the musicals or, yeah. or they'll go like, like Robin Hood and, uh, or Robin under my hood or something. You know, they do something. No, they do that. I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. It's like, uh, poke me or, you know, Pokemon. You know, that's the type of stuff they do. So, and they, there's sometimes a sexual in the window in it. Um, so I look forward to seeing it. Ian, when, first it's happening the 17th of December, but this is the first time, and I, I stand to be corrected, that it's happening on a, a, a partly day and night. Correct. So, so what we've done every year, we've been bringing it forward two hours for the last, uh, it starts earlier by two hours for the last four years. Uh, and we always realized when, when we used to start it at 8 p.m. at night, people would get there at 11. I mean, this is Cape Town, mm. only, you, you know. And we'd go through all of this effort, and then the guys would arrive at 11. Then they'd get upset that everyone else was also arriving at 11, and that there was like 6,000 people trying to get in the gates all between 10 and 11, and there was a long queue. So we started bringing it earlier. Mm. We made it at 6 o'clock, and last year it was it started at 4 o'clock. And, and it's also tying into the fact that um, outdoor festivals are starting to get big in Cape Town. Everyone's doing every weekend. There's something on some wine farm, some ostrich farm, some feather farm, <laughs> some funny farm, you know. And, and everyone's doing all these festival things. So we said, you know what? Let's start at 2, and probably next year we might even start at 12. And for those people who want to come down early and do a little bit of a, a jaw in the day, because there are people that mm. want to come out, they want to drink a few beers, have a dance, have a jaw, and you know what? By midnight, they are in bed. You, you know what I mean? Mm. So for Good. those people, you come down earlier. And what I, what I noticed last year is that the crowds, you, you know, we started at 4, and the big sort of push to get in the gates was between 6 and 7. So hopefully it's working, and hopefully people can come down a bit earlier. But also on top of it, you know that uh, unfortunately things are getting a little bit 
uh, tightening Cape Town. They're trying to make the liquor laws a little bit earlier. So it's harder and harder to get a permit to do an event till 4 o'clock in the morning anymore. Mm. I remember going to MCCP 20 years ago where you'd be sitting there watching the sun come up. Well, those days, those days are gone. <laughs> so are the gays. So are the gays. Um, <laughs> the gays are gone. <laughs> <laughs> and those days are gone, so they won't let you. So, you know, it's starting to get a little bit more prescriptive that you have to shut the music off at certain times. Anyway, so it's 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. Saturday the 17th of December. And where is it? It's at the Vips Vap Circus Dome ground in the oh, foreshore right next brilliant. to the Artscape. It's lovely know? there. And I believe you're also using the other, is it the Moscow Circus tent? Zip Zap. No, they use another two tents. So we've hired the circus, and that's mm. part of the thing that we've got three shows by the acrobats, and, and that's a nice thing because it's a non-profit organization. So they're going to be performing throughout the night. So while you're dancing and the international DJs are playing, all these guys will be swinging from their ropes, uh, probably up in the sky and on the ground. And, um, <laughs> yeah. and with all of that, the only thing we do have to worry about down that side of town is the wind. So we're probably building the biggest tent festival Tent village that's ever been built in Cape Town. We have a series of 17 marquees and Bedouin tents all strung together so that if by some small chance it is uh, a bit windy, uh, it's all going to be enclosed and you're going to get from one uh, dance floor to the next undercover, etc., etc. So that's the only thing that we're hoping that it's not too windy on that much. Ian, MCQP is happening. It's going to be absolutely magic. It's happening in Cape Town, the 17th, down in the City Bowl uh, in Cape Town. The theme is the musical. What mm. did you go as? Oh, I have no idea. I know, that's what you've got to think of. I want to know what you would go. By the end of the show, I'll let you know. You've got, yeah, you've got totally. to let you know. I'd love to know what Ann Powers would go as. Uh. <laughs> and have, yeah, we're going to find out later. MCQP happening uh, 17th of December in Cape Town. Do not miss it. It is thousands of people. It's magnificent. And it's bringing people together and also... Fun's got a lot of good causes. Thank you, Ian McHollin, who is the director of the MCQP. And, uh, of course, uh, we just thought in honor of that. No, I need that. I need, I need to connect. Oh, do you, before, need, oh, of course. you know what? Whilst we do that, I, I think maybe I'd go as Fiddler, you know, because one might want to have a little bit of a fiddle. Ah, you see? I like it, yeah. Oh, a fiddle. Yes. You know, I could be the actual fiddle. You could be the fiddle and I'll be the fiddler. Okay, that's... I think that we might be fitting a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Up next, we'll talk to Abigail Donnelly for the Eat Out Awards. Oh, well, oh, well. We went from Thriller to Billie Jean to, I don't know what just happened there. It's all good, it's all good. <laughs> Billie Jean the musical. You know? No, it doesn't exist. Uh, sorry, we had a small technical hiccup. But uh, anyway, back to the show. So MCQP is going to be lots of fun. Mm-hmm. As I said, Cape Town is, is it's lighting up. The mm. city is starting. The whole country is actually. Holiday is about to start. Mm. People are, are finishing school. Um, there's an energy in the there's air. There's an energy hey? in the air. The buzz. Everyone, there's a lesson in the energy in the air. Don't get locked up. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, because true. people drink and drive, and now the police are on the streets because they were there to protect the community, and of course, Christmas bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the launch of Summer Calling at Shimmy Beach Club is going to be huge this weekend. We've got uh, Begita Willis on the line. Begita, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. 
Thank you for having me. Well, I mean, you've now, from, from the old days, it's uh, the original Survivor on television and your claim to fame there. Now you're running probably one of the best operations in the Cape at uh, Shimmy Beach Club. Tell, tell us all about what's happening. So um, I'm the marketing manager at Shimmy Beach Club now since the last time um, I was like really in the spotlight. Um, and this Sunday we're launching Summer Calling on the 27th. Uh, very exciting. We've actually also got a Shimmy Style magazine which we're launching on the day um, with our beautiful cover model, um, Mika. So we're very excited about Showcasing that as well, um, taking place on the same day, along with a great lineup featuring goldfish. Um, for the rest of the year, we also have very exciting stuff happening, but I'm sure we'll get to that as well. Well, I mean, this is what I find is is really fascinating. Is that that when I mean goldfish happens Sunday? How many? Ten weeks? Is it ten every Sunday for ten weeks? Well, it's not actually. It used to be called um, Submerged Sunday, so it used to be every Sunday, but due to popularity and everybody being on holidays, you know, we like kind of spread the boat out, and it's starting on the 27th of November, which is obviously this Sunday, and mm-hmm. it goes right through to the 8th of January, but we do have a couple of um, dates which is not really necessarily on the Sunday, but we do have other sure. deadline DJs from all over the world, really. Um, Ibiza DJs playing throughout. So, yeah, Goldfish not only on Sundays, but we do have a great lineup featuring them throughout the week as well. Well, the, the nice thing about, about Shimmy Beach Club, I've got to describe it to you, is that you see this beautiful beach, the, the ocean, the most magnificent lighting, the dancers, and this band gets onto stage and there are 5,000 people. On a Sunday evening or an evening, but but the particular Sunday, like there'll be five thousand people this Sunday, rocking, like no one's business. It is the biggest party. There is no work happening on Monday in Cape Town, but um, of course, Shimmy doesn't only There's just no work happening. No work <laughs> in Cape Town. There's no work happening in Cape Town either. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this is the launch of summer. Yeah, but you know, the culture in Cape Town is very relaxed, as you know. I mean, I love it. Um, on any given big, big day when we've got one of our featured DJs, um, I have to say that, you know, it's like such a great energy and people, you know, it's iconic. Shimmy is really iconic in summer and I don't think that anybody who comes to Cape Town and doesn't go to Shimmy Beach Club on yeah. on any given day has really experienced a proper Cape Town season summer party. And it's very interesting because because it's not just a party. You can go on other days and have magnificent five star food, uh, beautiful sushi. Uh, you lie on the beach. Mm. You can you know With seriously lounges. you can lounge on the beach, yeah. swim in the pool, um, music going on. That's the magic of mm. this. This this is what you call a beach club. And and I'm so happy that South Africa has it because you see it all over the world. You see it in Monaco, Spain, Ibiza, you see it, there. Yeah, you, know? you see it everywhere. Yeah. So it's um. It's it's really great. Uh, also, a big headline act that is is gone all over the world at the moment, and he's one of the most popular is uh, DJ Black Coffee. Yes, Black Coffee. I mean, it's undeniable that he's made like quite Huge. a big name for himself, and he's carrying the South African flag quite high. And we are lucky enough to have secured him as 
for his first residency ever mm. um, at Shimmy Beach Club over December. So that will be every Friday, um, starting on the 9th of December. And yes, also just to get back to what you said regarding Shimmy not just being a party venue, that's very true. There's a, there's a, there is a misconception that, you know, like Shimmy is just a nightclub and just a party vibe, Mm-mm. but it, it, it's a bit more than that. Yes, we do have like one of the best chefs preparing sure. the most amazing food and we've got a stunning ven- like uh, menu and wine list and um, during the day, I mean, it's just a, a great vibe, great food. Uh, parties, it's like a, a turnkey solution, really. You it know, really you is. Can, it's, you can pitch a tent on the beach there and spend the whole... <laughs> seriously, and then join the party later. And you've got everything, it's, yeah. It's, and that's what I love about it. People come in slip-slops and swimming shorts and, and they sit there and they... Just park off. And relax. And it's so... It, it really is. It's, it's, I tell you, it's international. Mm. It's, it's, what, it's what Africa needs, what the Southern, Southern Hemisphere actually needs. Mm. This is a what you call those proper European beach clubs. And of course, it's like Ibiza. Yeah. Um, people, no, Yet again, it's in Cape Town. People, eh? people are not going to St. Barton. Ah. Let's forget <laughs> Florida and Miami. Totally. They're rocking Cape Town, <laughs> which is a good thing for South Africa. But, but Cape, Town, Cape Town has become one of the, the top tourist destinations. And I mean, it's something that, uh, that we, all of us have created and something that we can be proud of. is a city really that's appealing to international. Which is it's next level. I mean, it really is something that we can all be proud of uh, as a South African. Well, I must tell you something. We are absolutely thrilled and uh, look forward to the launch of Summer Calling happening this week. And I will report back next week. Uh, Brig- Brigitte, thank you so much for joining us. Not a problem. Thank you so much for having us. And uh, get to Shimmy's, yeah. For an epic party Epic, epic And it's going to be an epic season mm. This is the launch of season It's amazing This is how we launch it season It has begun It has begun It, it really is has time. It is the time <laughs> And I tell you We're going to rock and roll uh, We're going to get a hold of Abigail Donnelly Later in the show mm. But I just thought that You had a special song For our next uh, Our very special in-studio guest You know one, 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 one needs introductions occasionally And it's not going to be The sun will come out tomorrow No, 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 no. no, no. Hold on a second here Because I'm just uh, Gee whiskers the joys of technology, Al. I know, I know. We're having a bit of a techno. We're having a techno day. Okay, well, while you're there, you, you, let me just tell you something. Our, our, our guest that's uh, joining us in a second, um, phenomenal actress, singer. She's danced, she's directed, she's produced. Not the best dancer. I heard an interview where she admitted um, that she isn't the best dancer on earth, but, but she's going to do a radio dance for us in a moment. Um, what, uh, I don't just, know what it's doing. What are you doing? I don't know. Is this the song? Pre- 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 technically challenged, we are, huh? Let's see. Let's see. Is it there? Shot. Let's try now. Let me see. Wait. Is it there? Hey. <laughs> feeling it. Uh, <laughs> I just want to like, do those pelvic, you know? Ah. This is to introduce the power of. Because she's a bit of a smooth criminal herself. Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Annie, are you okay? Annie, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Bit of cheese on a Thursday morning. Oh, it's so cheesy. I love it. 
<laughs> we're the uh, biggest cheese balls. We want to go to Fiddler on the Roof. Totally. Do you know how conservative they would be for MCQP? What? Fiddler? Yeah, okay, so how boring. Okay, I mean, come on. Willy Wonka. Because our special guest is Ann Powers and it is Annie. Are you okay? So are you okay? <laughs> so you're fabulous. Come closer yes, to the microphone. I am. I'm fabulous and I'm so happy to be here this wonderful morning in the studio of Cliff Central with Alan <laughs> and Matt. Yeah. Well, what can I say, boys? Oh. It's a wonderful way to start the day. Well, this has been quite an exceptional year. Okay, number one, it was lovely seeing you back in a mainstream big musical. Yes. Singing in the Rain. Interesting role that you played. The gossip reporter. <laughs> are you, you're not. You're not a. You, are you a gossip? You don't come across as a gossip. I'm not necessarily a gossip, but I know most of everything that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> People tell me. <laughs> and then you celebrated a, a very special birthday this oh, year. I know. I know. I did. I finally came of age. Yes. Yes. You turned. Oh God, he's going to do it on radio. No, and you've got to do it. He's do going it. to do it. You turned. I. T- I turned. A fabulously sexy 60. <laughs> and you look unbelievable for 60. Well, thank you. I mean, look at those. It's, it's, everything's up. It's perky. It's looking happy. I'm talking about your smile. I know. <laughs> well, all I can tell you is that it's a hell of a thing to, to admit to, especially when you're working with so many wonderful young people and they all think maybe you're turning 50. And then when the truth comes out, it's quite a shock. But... It's been a good year. It's been a very good year, very different year. And last year was fabulous with the musical. Mm-hmm. And touring the Far East and New Zealand, that was also good for me. Because I'd never done an international show. Because when I was doing big musicals, mm-hmm. we went to Bloemfontein, Durban and Cape Town. Yes. You know, and Pretoria. <laughs> that was basically it. And now, you know, this was the big international tour, which I hadn't done before. And it was fabulous playing Dora Bailey. Mm-hmm. And for those of you in the know, Dora is just a wonderful word <laughs> for have another little toot. Yes, have so, a little toot. <laughs> so, yeah, playing Dora Bailey was pretty apt. And, and yeah, it went very well. It was for a year. And then I came back and I'm still fiddling around in show business, but at the same time, I'm also in real estate. So. Yes, you are. <laughs> which is, which is, which is interesting because a lot of people diversify in, from the entertainment business and do other things. I mean, it's, uh, some people go into banking. Some people go into, you know, into television production mm. uh, or into, you know, different elements of the entertainment business. But, but you're doing finance in some sense and, and selling homes. Yeah, it was quite interesting because, um, I mean, I happen? produced, well, I produced a movie with, we produced, um, the, the documentary 204 Getting Away with Murder. Um, I co-produced that with Warren Batchelor and Tony Miguel. And then I did with, um, for, for, I think it's Robert Haynes. Well, not I think. I know it's Robert Haynes who's now CNBC mm. Africa. We then did our movie about turning 50 in show business called mm. To the Power, Power of Anne. Anne yeah. And that was a great fun, a lot of fun, but I mean, it didn't, Financially do anything And I thought hang on a minute The phone ain't ringing so much Mm. What am I going to do And then a friend of mine said why don't you try this And I thought "Mm, it's not really for me And I did And then when I went overseas for a year I thought let me do my exam Because that's very important Mm -hmm. And that is a pain That NQF4 is a pain Going back to studying Jeepers And I didn't do maths and matric Because they never had them when I did matric (laughs) They didn't have maths (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) So I had to, you know, we had the abacus, cha-chong, boing, boing. But now suddenly I had to do maths for this exam. So it was quite a, it was very fascinating. But I did pass. 
It took the um, the estate agents board a year to tell me that I've passed. No way. Yes, and it'll take another 90 days for me to get my certificate. But I am a full status but agent. Do you walk around with your abacus now? When you <laughs> like, this is the dining room abacus. Oh, oh you, yes. Do you know what I mean? Oh no, no, I stroke. Yeah, I do a lot of stroking with my <laughs> abacus. <laughs> So, so yeah, so now I'm with Rawson and it's absolutely fabulous. Great. And, yeah. and, and which areas are you selling? I'm in four ways, Sant, uh, four ways, um, up to, uh, Cedar Lakes, Danefern, that whole section. Have you sold yet? Yes, I've sold about 12 properties. <laughs> and so, so, so when people see you at And Cedar Creek, yeah. Do they go, oh! It's and power. Well, it's quite funny. Do, do they? Do they? I mean, well, not necessarily, but the, the guys look at you, especially if, look, they've got to be over 40. Yes. Because if they're 25, they have no idea. <laughs> they might have lots of money. <laughs> but they, if they're over 40 or close to 50, then they'll look at you and go, I, I know you, eh? I know you from the TV. And you say, yeah, that's right. Yesterday, you still yeah, and power. <laughs> Still, yeah, the veteran. So yeah, so it does work, and and it it it's one of the few careers that they don't mind that you were, that you that you're in show business and you're selling their house. That's quite fun. Well, property development, like a lot of rugby players got into that. Rake Neatling, for example. Mm. I mean, so again, it's it's a lovely way to kind of. So I've got to tell you this. Okay. <laughs> when, when, I, when I first moved to Josie, we were living in Kalani and we wanted to get out of Kalani into the burbs, you know? Okay. So, um, I remember my mom getting an estate agent and this woman rang the bell and she opened up and do you remember Norm Zanene? Yes, I do. Oh my goodness. Yes. And there was Norm Zanene. Norm Zanene. Zama, yes. Zama, Zama, yes. Zama, yes. Yeah. No, she's, she's got her just, own company. She was with, she was with Wendy well. Mechanic those yes, days. Yes, yes, of course. But she's now got her own property. She's brilliant. You know? Do you know what's so fun though is the fact that, I mean, I love show business, but working with a team and the, the Rawson team that I'm with in, in four ways, they are, they dynamic. They're young. They're hot. Look, they got a shock when they heard I was 60. Mm. That was quite shocking for them because, you know, I'm probably the most mature one there, but I never talk about age. I talk about experience. Of course. I'm incredibly experienced. Mm. So, um, so that was fun, but it's, it's great to work with them. But at the same time, there, there's such a, there's, it, I don't, I mean, I've only been there for eight, nine months, but straight away, it's a case of, right, I'm still theatrical. I'm not a normal estate agent mm. or a sales partner. Mm. I'm a bit mad. Your script has changed. That's the, yes. that's the reality. But I still got to close that deal. Of course. Mm. It's like you get the gig, you know, who are you playing now? Yeah. I'm playing a mature estate agent. I'm playing a wild one. I could even play a sexy one. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> what do you want? But Ellen, I noticed something here quickly. Yes. Did you notice how, how, how there were voices there? I know. Very good. All of us. So, 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 all right. So we're going to have a bit of fun with you. Okay. Uh, Anne Powers, us very special guest here on cliffcentral.com. This is The Unview with uh, Alan Ford and, and Chatty Matty, my darling Matty Coonan. Uh, tell me something. You are good at accents. You do them well. Mm. Do the Russian for us. My name is Ivana. I am very happy to be here. I must tell you that uh, to be in South Africa, it's been a very exciting choice for me. I like to go down and speak to the people myself. I'm very happy. I'm very happy. Have you got something for me? Vodka. Oh, I love a vodka. A vodka. That's better to say vodka. Nazdorovia. Of course, Ivan. The the Trump. I know, right? First lady. We still got. Anne's got to do the first lady. Mm. That's the accent. Well, she's more, she's more sexy. She's more like that. You know, I'm very happy to, to be talking to you both. With the first lady. Yes, I'm the first lady. I'm the first of everything. <laughs> so, so what are, what are your, what are you, so if I say, and accents, what are some of the, Irish? 
Oh, no. no but not... you do a Yorkshire, don't you? No, I, d- I like to just take off South Africans. That's what I like to do. Okay, let's go. You know, when I, I stand at the office and I'm talking to a client and then I'll put the phone down. And then the guys always tease me. They say, oh, you know, Anne, you're so funny because you're so polite on the phone. Then it's like, oh, for God's sake, sleep, whatever. And then he'll say, no, and it's very nice. I really want to come and see the house. Eh? Uh, when am I going to go? What time are we going to meet each other? And then you'll, you'll have the one who'll say, I don't really understand why you're charging so much commission. I mean, for God's sake, you know, I mean, are you buying, am I buying the, your whole time of a year or is it just a month that you're selling my house for? And they don't understand. They think don't give agents big commission, but God, we work bloody hard. You sit in that show house and you mm. haven't got a vodka and orange in your juice bottle. It can get very tedious. <laughs> <laughs> your, your very first. Entrance into the entertainment world. Do you remember it? I mean, I know we've got to go back. <laughs> no, no, look, it's just, I think need this tweak. I sometimes have senior and blonde that. moments. Um, <clears throat> my very first big show. Big show. Was the best little whorehouse in Texas. <laughs> no really? way. In 1979. Who did you play? I played one of the girls. Uh, right. Well, you, did you play my, a hooker? And that's where I met my, my husband, Bill Flynn. Um, he was he was playing Melvin P. Thorpe, who closed the place down. Right. Mm. And it was Des and Dawn Lindbergh who brought me to Johannesburg to do the show. And I'll never forget, it was a huge show, and we earned 100 rand a week. And Sybil Sands, the late Sybil Sands, was my agent, and she took 10 rand a week commission. And I think <laughs> I paid about 4% tax. So, <laughs> and I must tell you, on, on 350 rand a month, we lived pretty well. <laughs> really? <laughs> but, yeah, that was the most amazing show. you remember the song from that, show. Yeah. If I should stay. That was from that show. Did you know that? No. I will no. always love you. That's the bodyguard. No, 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 oh, no. No, no, no. You thinking, thinking Dolly Parton? No, you thinking no, you think, uh, it's it's I feel fine. That was the lonely. movie. That is oh. the yes, no. The play was done long before, before that, that. The musical. Yes. Oh, oh Matt's still small. But this yeah, was. I'm, I'm a tank You'll always be small, baby. <laughs> but you couldn't actually put down the best little whorehouse in Texas on a because it was heavy, you know, censorship yeah. days. So we had to put the best little dot dot house in Texas. Okay. And there was one section where who was who was was Dawn in? Dawn produced it and directed it with Des, mm-hmm. and um, Judy Page played say. the the Madame, mm-hmm. and um, Abigail Quebecer played the lady who was with really, them. Eh? and it was it was sure. hysterical. I mean, we were all these young little girls playing our little games, and they had internationals come out and teach us how to dance and tap dancing, and it was just amazing. Well, did you say this was in the seventies, Annie? Seventy nine, and you had Abigail. In this cast? Yes. That's fabulous. Sure. Yeah, she was young. I mean, you know, you must remember, this ah. is 30 years ago. Yeah. 35, whatever. My mm. maths is still not that good. 35. Just bring out that she abacus, that abacus. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, now I would love to play the madame. But you were 25 years old. So what did you do in your early 20s? You doing No, what? well, I started. Were you I, singing? No, uh, yes. I was singing. I, I, used, I worked with a, a producer called Tully McCulley in Cape Town, and I mm. released my first record when I was 19. And I went to Rhodes University and then I came home because I passed very well with my drinking exams, but not necessarily with my, <laughs> my, my year two. So my father insisted I get back to Cape Town and finish my, my degree there, which I did. And I was on a student loan. So if I failed, I paid. And if I passed, he paid. Guess what I passed? I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. I, I agree. You know, you put your kid on a student loan, they pass. Yeah. If, if. They've got to pay it back. And, um, and then, yeah, and then I, I started doing, I was in my final year and I was doing shows at the little theater called the Hofmeyer, which is now closed down. It mm. was 
And we did the Shakespeare. You know, you've got to start it with Shakespeare and mm. the Tempest. And, you know, I had to play the little virgin. <laughs> 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 That's changed. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Sometimes you can be a reborn virgin too. Hey, it depends. <laughs> depends but, how long it's been. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So but that you look, was you look like you still got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not telling you anything. <laughs> As she taps Did the table see, there. I, open, I, I, I tried to open the door. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. I wasn't 25 and 79. You crazy? Your maths is mad. I, I was much younger. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. No, in 79, you were 25. I couldn't have been because I got married to Bill when I was in 1981 and I was 22. Gosh, then. 75. 79. 79. Yes. That is how, how long ago? 35 years ago. No, don't look at me. Okay. Now take 60 minus 35 means you're 25. Six, no, I wasn't. <laughs> then you're 70. Exactly. No, no I'm joking. <laughs> but I. Seriously, no, no. It's not difficult. Just type it out. <laughs> No, it's my phone. <laughs> Guys, 35 years ago, plus 25 equals 60. But it wasn't 35 years ago. <laughs> 1979 was 35 years ago. I know, because I was born in 78. Oh, it wasn't, it was longer, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you see. Anyway, whatever it was. It so was, you were, it you was, were, it was, you were 27. Yes. I, think I, I had Ryan when I was 25 years old. <laughs> I was, my son was born when I was 25. So okay. uh, that's what I'm saying. You're a bit confused, but it's all good. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because I met Bill and then I married him about a year later. Tell me about that romance and that love. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was, it was just one of those. I'd released a record called, um, I was doing little seven singles in those days and maxi singles. <laughs> you know, they didn't have CDs. It was all seven singles and, and I'd released a record and then I came to Joburg to do the show. And Bill would, and I met, and I thought he was the rudest man I'd ever met in my life. Really? Yeah, he was so full of himself. And um, then he took on a bet with everybody, all the Graham Clark and all those old veterans, that he would eventually crack and pass. <laughs> I said, well, good luck. Really? And yeah. funnily enough, he did. And, yeah, we fell completely and madly in love, and we were married in 81. You were 23, then, sorry. Yeah. And then Ryan was born. You see, I'm not that Nora. I might be blonde, and I, but I don't have senior moments yet. <laughs> she was 23, 24, 25. It was that anyway, age. it doesn't Come on. matter. Throw Who's a number counting? in. You know, who's, who's counting? counting? You're only as young as you I feel. Actually, do you know the, how many mistakes? I'm touching you. Do you know this? Oh, shut up. Do you hear, here's the interesting thing. That I actually still thought I was 36. I, I'm actually 38. 36. Oh, damn, we're getting old. So you and Bill meet. The most arrogant person, he says he's going he's gonna to get you well, down. I don't know that, but he's, apparently he's there was a you. bet that he had with Graham Clark. <laughs> and it all worked out very well. So, um, And we got married in 81, and it was, it was amazing. We had Ryan in, in 85, 84. So the interesting thing is I remember on 702 interviewing Bill uh, just before he, he passed away. And um, he spoke about three great, the greatest loves of his life. You were one. Um, Ryan was the other, and Paul was the third. Paul Slab. And I told Paul about it. It was actually one of the most moving, oh, wonderful so interviews. Sweet. He brought some of the favorite songs. And I think he actually brought you, do you remember your wedding song? Yes. What was it? Well, it, there was that um, uh, Marlo Scott Wilson sang it. I love you just the way you are. He made me play yeah. that, that for, for Anne. Mm. And it didn't work as things happen in life. You know, it's a crazy thing. I think when two people are in show business, uh, he was 10 years older than me. And um, it was in the beginning, it was so exciting because I was starting out. And then I started finding my way. And he, we toured a lot in those days. You know, we were always apart. He was doing television shows. He was doing 
TV series and, and we just were together maybe two or three months a year, if mm. that. And, and I think one just started growing apart. But, um, I think that we could have actually made it. I really mm. do. But unfortunately, you know, when somebody else comes on the scene, ah. that's, that was basically what happened. Mm. When people work together in show business in an emotional capacity mm. and they're lovers on stage and there is a history, often that it permeates, permeates mm. and they end up becoming lovers again. So I was kind of, uh, I, there was nothing I could really do to stop it because it was unfinished business, him and Yana, from many years mm. before that he even met me. So when they were playing this movie, uh, doing this movie, this BBC movie, and they were playing lovers, I just said, oh, if there's anything there, it's going to it's gonna surface. And you thought about this yeah. in your marriage? And, re- and, and and her husband came and told me the same thing and said, I think something, and I said, there's nothing we can do. And it happened. And they all denied it and denied it. Mm. And... You know, eventually I had to accept the fact that it, it had happened. But what was quite interesting is that, yes, it was difficult being in the press with all the reports and everything else. But there was no Facebook in those days, so there was none of that. Mm. But what was quite nice is that we, after the initial breakup, mm. we then became very close friends. And we were incredibly close again because his son, we have a wonderful son, mm. you know, and, um, who's also in the, in the business. Strangely enough, I suppose <laughs> Bilfin and Ann Power, you could have had got that child who's got to go yeah, to Rome. You, you, could have, you could have ended up with a rugby player, you know what I mean? Well, look, I wouldn't yeah. have minded, but you know, he's clever now because he's writing as well. So he's yeah. not just acting mm. because it is very challenging, this business that we're in. Mm. So yeah, so he and he, he's, he and his father were very close friends and we became very close friends. So it was a nice group, and by the time before Bill died, it was it was special. That that was a big shock for everybody. It was a huge shock, yeah. And I mean, I know that obviously you have to con- con- console his son and yourself and the whole situation. But I mean, that was it was huge. He was very unhappy as well, and that was very sad for me. And um, and I think that you know, I was there. Ryan phoned me, and I was there first. And mm, it really? was just yeah, it was just very. It was very sad for him, but you know what? He contributed a huge amount to the country and to the show business, and mm-hmm. I think he's in a very happy place now. Do you think of him often? I, mean, I do. Do you walk on stage? and Obviously, in Ryan, you see him all the time. Yeah, but every year I have a special m- message. I, I remember I celebrate his birthday, and I, cele- and I celebrate the anniversary of his passing okay. because he was my first love. You know, I met him at… 22 and we were married and he, he died, you know, when he was 58 and he was 31 when he got married, mm. when he married me. So he was in my life for over 28, 30 years, you know, which so. is incredible. Yeah. So um, it was good. So have you, have you found love since? Is there love? Oh, there's always a little bit of love around. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm, is it just more? Let's play the. Is it field? Fielding. I think it's fielding love. <laughs> okay. No, I'm feelings. Be, uh, no feelings. Uh, fiddles. Fiddles. Uh, uh, <laughs> fiddling. On the roof. Yeah. <laughs> I I think that at this stage of my life, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. I've got some incredible friends that are very much part of my life, and I'm not saying never. I have had the odd friendship, but um, at this stage, I'm pretty happy doing my thing. And one of the one of your very dear friends is, uh, of course, Keith Smith, oh, top actor, best, and best uh, we have him on the line. Hi, Keith. Welcome to the show. We're talking to the one and only Anne Powers, celebrating her her uh, mag- magical year that she's had, and of course, turning the wonderful sixty. Welcome <laughs> to the show. Keith. Well, thanks, Alan. Listen, it's great to hear your voice. 
Welcome, and of course, uh, tell me what it is like to be a friend of Anne's and of course to work with Anne. Well, you know what? Anne and I are, are really, we've been lifelong friends for practically, I mean, it feels it's a lifetime. You know, anything in excess of 20 years is a lifetime. But 34 years, I think it's about 34 years, it's really quite extraordinary. I mean, it's a friendship you just cherish and you adore it and it's in all its complexities, and so, yeah, it's really amazing. And uh, we're officially both the same age now, so, of course, that... Really Keith, you don't look 60. Yeah. Hey, rubbing that in, hey. The problem, of course, is that oh, he looks much better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, when you look back at your life and your career and all the stuff that you've shared together, what are your favorite moments? There's so many, you know, there are absolutely so many. Favorite moments, I mean, apart from being on stage together and looking at each other and me looking at her and my eyes getting bigger as though to say, I'm not sure I know what the next lyric is. <laughs> and, you know, in true Anne style, she'll just pick up on the line and actually just feed me the lyric, you know, just by sort of like either mouthing it or singing the notes. <laughs> Anne really is just sharp, you know. She's a, she's she's just so bright that it's sometimes a bit intimidating. But uh, you know, there was a moment once when we had to cut her out of a dress, and we had a quick cut her out of a dress. We had an audience standing for Act Two, and I went outside, and we were in this place called Katu. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. I've actually been in the Northern Cape, yes. <laughs> oh, you've been there. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I went outside and these real breakers were standing outside. Uh, and I went outside in my dress suit and I said, guys, have any of you got a, a pair of pliers? We need some pliers to, to cut Anne out of this dress because the <laughs> zip had got stuck. <laughs> and if the clock was ticking and the overture was playing, and this guy eventually came around and he said, Yeah, oh, man, you have a pair of flyers. Where, where, where's the problem? I said, No, no, just give me the flyers. <laughs> so, oh, I can imagine the two of you had a lot of fun town hopping. Keith, thank you. We've had some amazing moments. We've had a moment sitting backstage in a kitchen, you know, in one of those glamorous moments where you're all dressed up and you're waiting to go on but you're actually sitting in the kitchen and they've made a makeshift dressing room and you're actually skating around because the oil on the floor is piled up because it hasn't been scrubbed and you sort of skate onto the stage and of course you know Anne wears spilkers as they say <laughs> she, wears, she wears serious heels so I was always like concerned and I'm always saying to her just be careful darling you could Slip and break your neck before you get there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we've had some, we've had some, we've had an extraordinary dress together, and you know I love her, and I will hopefully our friendship will just continue to blossom. Our big, our big event coming up soon is that we're going to be singing for the Garden Club in Khrafri next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the times have changed, eh? <laughs> from President Clinton yeah. to the Khrafri. We're going to get there they in come, a second. They, they come, they, yeah, they come from all over. You know, they come from, from the beautiful, beautiful Karoo. And they come and they, they it's about 70 or 80 people. And we're going to uh, 
sing for them. <laughs> Shame. Keith Thompson changed, brother. It's a challenge trying to organize the sound system in Crawford Net. I don't know what the <laughs> people do down there. You know? I don't know what they do. <laughs> anyway. It's Keith, been a challenge. Keith, I'm going to leave you right there. That's Keith Smith, uh, one of your dearest friends. And oh, of course, I love him so much. Uh, thank you for joining us on the line. Uh, uh, Keith, this is your times have changed. 80 people <laughs> from 8,000. <000. laughs> you know, as long as you can still sing those notes, that's the most important. <laughs> okay, now, uh, President Clinton. Yeah, that was the craziest thing. That it was. It reminded me when Keith was talking about the kitchen. We were doing a big show at the at the Hilton, and um, we had no idea because they didn't want to tell us who we were singing for because then we'd charge more money. Yeah. So we we were sitting in the kitchen in the makeshift dressing room, and and there were security guards and the whole thing, FBI everywhere. It was years ago, and um, and then the next thing they introduced us, and we walked out on stage, and there was President Clinton. We sang to him. We no had no ways. idea. It was amazing. So he said, you know, God, he said, the security is so amazing. I left the keys in the car, left the door open. And then he was about to do a cigar joke because it was just after the whole cigar. But he decided against it. (laughs) But it was fabulous. Yeah. I'm surprised the president didn't try to pick you up. I suppose, yeah, maybe, I, yeah, it was about 10 years ago, so I was much younger. No, it was actually more <laughs> than that, 20 ago. years ago, because, yeah, it was when he came out, the first time he came mm. to South Africa. And um, and we had such fun. We were doing all our Broadway and everything, and then we dined out on that story. We sang for the president, but we still only got average money, but we didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a bit about the radio dance. Oh, yes. What is a radio dance? Okay, it's when you are a mover and not a real dancer, and you can dance in a radio studio, and everybody imagines what you look like, but only you know how badly you dance. Okay, so, 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 so can we film it? <laughs> no, you can't. We're going to do it. Are you going to do it? Yes. A radio dance. Let's do a radio dance. <laughs> I really want to do a radio dance. I've okay. never done a radio dance before. <laughs> okay, Have well, you done you, a radio dance? Never. You no. haven't done a lap dance. Mm, this is not I, a lap dance. I've actually had a lap dance here You've in the studio before. In this okay. studio. Uh, two. Oh, it was something else. Oh, I can't even tell you. Some easy almost ran out. I had a boob in my face. I've got photos to prove. Uh, seriously, I had a, <laughs> and, some, and, and then I had two male dancers. It was, they weren't the best. I can't lie. No, I said, put it back inside. Put it back. Mm-mm. Two, two, three. No, no, you lie. I seriously did. <laughs> I said, put it back inside. I got a shock. Back that away. <laughs> so show me a radio dance. But I want to film No, 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 you can't film it I can't just it, You won't Nobody will see anything but we, need, we need some music Yeah, we need music We've got some, some music, music there Go, let's go Oh Yes, please Oh okay. I just banged my mic Five, six, seven, eight And touch And uh, uh, uh. Oh You see And do the radio dance I've just <laughs> We've got a combination of body beat and night fever going on in the studio. I actually have recorded that. Please, you can tune into the Twitter to get no. that. Right. Seriously, I got, I got it. I think I got it. It's Did for I get my it? son. He always says to me, how do I do it? <laughs> do, 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 do. I actually have the radio. Done. Okay, well, I, didn't, actually, I didn't get it, but that's... It's fine. Okay, well, I've just pulled all the cords out. Okay, we'll get it all back in, in, in a moment's time. <laughs> and what are we? What can we expect you now? Sixty plus. What, what's happening in your life? Well, I'm going to become a property magnet, and I'm going to eventually do my own television shows, um, but privately. You know, special, like on not on the the usual channels. Okay. And yeah, I just think that. At this stage, life has got so much happening that we've just got to embrace it and go with the direction. I'm not saying it has to be this, it has to be that. Right now, I'm trying this. I'm not saying I will never do theater again. 
I still do the odd MC job. I still do the odd gig, um, voiceovers, whatever. But for me, I'm loving just being Anne and not having to be shackled by relationships and dramas. Just being me with my dogs and my fish. One fish. Now I've got uh, 18 koi. Okay. One is 1.2 <laughs> meters. <laughs> Size does count yeah. when it comes to fishing. Eh? My fish were all tiny when I got them, and they're now huge. <laughs> okay, that's what they are. <laughs> Growers, there we go. Woo! Okay, that's what's happening today on the show. Um, <laughs> that being said, advice to young people entering this business: it is, it's a difficult business. People don't get it. One day you're Anne Power on TV, on radio, on stage. You're a headline. The next day. Things change. People don't know how to make that shift, and people don't understand that that's a part of the business. You know, you see a lot with people like Mansfield, whom, whom I love, and you see it with a lot of the, the John Burks and all the, the, the radio stars. You see that these guys were at the top of their game, and then things change. Mm. There's the new, the new up-and-comings happen. So, so things do happen. What is your advice for young people getting into the game, and what advice do you have for people that are in the game? First of all, you know, our parents used to always say, have something to fall back on. That's not the, that's not the objective. We all did our teaching diplomas and everything else, but we don't necessarily want to do that. What I believe is that today you embrace the, the, the area that you love, whether it's singing, acting, dancing, directing, but then you grow something with you. So you grow another business, but it's with you. It's not falling back on. So if you are, if you are a great, um, voiceover artist, then explore your skills of writing. Maybe look at writing commercials, radio commercials, all under the umbrella of showbiz. You don't have to suddenly change 360 degrees, but be aware that you've got something that is solid, that's growing with you, so that by the time you get to your 50s, you're not saying, oh my goodness, nobody's phoning me anymore, now what? Mm. What shall I do? Mm. I've told my son, I mean, I'm very grateful to the, the, the real estate business, but if I'd used my brain, I would have done something along side of my acting and my my singing mm. and my records and mm. all the rest of it and i i really believe that that you needn't you you must embrace everything but look at it from a business point of view we don't market ourselves properly we are the brand mm. if you're going to buy something you buy it because you've heard about the brand you are your own brand and that's why you've got to i think a lot of actors don't understand that the days of of letting agents do everything are over mm. you have to market yourself you've got to be your own business manager you have to be disciplined and say right i've earned this amount this year i need to bring something else in what can i do okay mm. i'm going to now maybe do a bit of radio stuff or I'm going to do a little bit of, of, of mm. teaching or, but just to keep it going, you can't just, you can't just rely on one thing. That's the most important thing, but have fun doing it. My very special guest, our special guest in studio has been the one and only Anne Powers. Thank you for joining us. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank and you so much. It's wonderful. And I wish you the best. Thank and, you. Uh, it, it's always great to have a, a great star in, in our midst mm. and someone <laughs> who can share wonderful things with us. Totally. totally. Uh, Abigail Donaghy from the, uh, the editor of Eat Out magazine. We couldn't get for some reason. I did try. Mm. Uh, but I will tell you some of the, the magical people that, that, that really did very, very well. Um, Eat Out Awards happened um, in Cape Town this past week. Uh, Test Kitchen won yes. Best Restaurant. Is that Luke Dale Roberts? Yeah, his, he yeah. won it again. Uh, interesting. Um, not necessarily my choice, but yeah, you know, yeah. listen, they, they're independent judges. They know better than I do. Or do I know I just eat the food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, other great magical things that did happen, but I'm going to try and see if we can get it back next week. Totally. Um, we did try, but um, yeah, things happen. Anything interesting that happened in the theater? You know, Anything magical? There's a lot on the go, and I just I, I need to give the, the Playhouse in, in Natal a bit of a punt. They are opening with, uh, with The Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. Ah. 
Anne was in this years ago And that's that. That's opening this week And it's running until the 30th of December So for our Derbs folks to get in yes. there We've got teas at the market theatre Some great stuff happening on the theatre scene We need to chat about that next week yeah. We totally will Annie leaves to go to Cape Town Off So to Cape Town. please don't you Cirque is yes. making its way to Josie I know we got, we'll chat we've to them next go. week We've got them next week Amazing uh, And of course we've got lots of magical things happening For sure For sure uh, Oh and, 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 and the Born to Perform crew Yes They're coming next week Okay yeah, we'll, we'll keep that. We'll we got keep, the, your wine step ahead of me. And then the best thing happening what? is the Cliff Miss Carols, yes. Cliff Central, the big event happening. On the 11th. And Timothy Malloy singing with, with you. me. With me. Oh, with you. And that's the way to Gosma Kwai. Timmy and I. Are you going to parampa pam pam on your little drum, drum, drum? Well, we have stomachs. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, this has been the show. It is The Unview. Thank you to my very special guest, Thank uh, you. Anne Power. Again, the. Uh, Chimmy, the Beach Club guys, the MCQP, and all the peeps that have joined us on the show. It's been good. Look after each other, have fun, and most importantly, be safe and sound over the holiday period. My name is Alan Ford, and this is The Unview. The Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.